Welcome to another episode of Signal Fire Radio, a show about ambitious leadership for ambitious leaders, where each and every day we set out to conquer the villain of self-doubt by having encouraging conversations designed to feed the mind, strengthen the body, enrich your spirit, and grow your tribe. Our guest today is Tim Howard of Homes for Heroes Realty, and we are going to discuss the intentionality of relationship building and how to plan for incomes versus outcomes. Stick with us right here on Signal Fire Radio. Uh, yes, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Signal Fire Radio. I am your host, Rob Renz. I am joined by my bestest buddy in the whole wide world, Mr. Matthew Mylot, the narwhal from NorCal. Matt, how you doing, bud? I'm doing very well, and I'm super stoked for our guest today. Tell us why. Um, he just has a wealth of knowledge, experience, and I just enjoy talking with him every I, single time I see him. I feel calmer when I'm around him. Definitely. Yeah. Well, I feel calmer when I'm around most people. No, you because, don't. Well, no, I'm just so jacked up. <laughs> no? You don't agree? Uh, well, I guess it's a tough question. Are you, are you always jacked up? If you're always jacked up, how would you be calmer around other people? I'm always jacked up when I'm by myself. So, okay. Yeah. So other, so other people is the means of regulation. Yeah, not okay. calming me down, but just getting me regulated. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, are there are there are there people who calm you down more than others? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Like whom? Um. Do you remember Peter Peter Cetera from like the mid nineties? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Peter Cetera was one of them. Okay. Um. Spin doctors. Oh yeah. I know you love the spin. <laughs> Matt can't even control himself right now. He can't even get back on the microphone because he's laughing so hard about the spin doctors. <laughs> now, if you want to call me, babe, that's the spin doctors, right? Just go yeah, ahead now. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I would say probably the most calming element in my life is the Goonies. The Goonies? If I watch the Goonies, yeah. it's like... It can be heroin, it can be opiates, it can be anything that calms your soul mm -hmm. and like brings you back down to chill. What is it about the Goonies that makes you so... I mean, the roots that it plays in my generation. Um, We're the same generation. We're five years apart. We're born in the same decade. I know, but you I grew up on the Goonies, too. I know you did. <laughs> but just everything about it, man. Yeah. You know what it is. Yeah, I do. I do. It's nostalgia. It's um, you know what it is? It's brotherhood and sisterhood. And sisterhood. Yep. Yeah. Because your sister and my sister equally appreciate Goonies. Truth. Truth be told, yes, a hundred percent. I the only reason I saw Goonies as a kid was because of my sister. And then the other movie I remember watching with my sister. I'm going to throw one at you and see if you recall this one: Adventures in Babysitting. You remember that one? Who really? was Who was the lead in Adventure in Babysitting? Samantha Shue. Elizabeth Shoe or Elizabeth Shoe, Samantha Shoe. Oh my gosh! Here we go. I grew, I grew up with her, and she was my sister's girlfriend. So Samantha Shoe, if you're out there, shout out. But Elizabeth Shoe and dude, do you know her story? Yeah, yeah, no, a little bit. Go ahead. Yes or no? What? Yeah, yeah, no is a way of saying no. I have no idea. Right. So she was very successful in acting and. I don't know, in the last 10 plus years, she had this signal fire inside oh, her soul. Okay. And she left acting completely and went and become a nurse, like an RN in, I don't know, but she's like a full-time nurse now. Good for her. Yeah, totally. You know who else is a nurse? Jazz. Jazz Napoleon. <laughs> Sarah Mylott. Uh, Jenna Cutting. Jenna Cutting. FNP. My betrothed. RN. We had MSN. a great episode with her that aired just a couple of weeks ago. He's quite epic. Yeah, it was good. It was good. We need to have Sarah on. Do you think Sarah would come on? She definitely would. 
Sarah, uh, for those of you that don't know, Sarah is a – she regularly leaves us reviews on our podcast pages, and she has chosen the anonymous name of Matt's Hot Wife. Um, so <laughs> anytime we see a review from Matt's Hot Wife, we have absolutely no idea who it is, but we appreciate the review nonetheless. And, and I might ask, if you are somebody who enjoys this show, um, I don't want to pander and I don't want to beg. But I would very much ask you, after you finish this show, if you enjoyed it, rate and review us. It's actually very, very helpful to us um, in that our mission here at Signal Fire is to make sure that everybody possible can receive access to this information. So if you find value in it, leaving us a, a like, well, not a like, a, a four-star, five-star review and a, and a nice comment really goes a long way. Plus, Matt, it makes you feel very good, right? If I knew what that meant, yes, <laughs> but no, like, follow, subscribe, um, comment, whatever else, download. <laughs> Matt, you're so fantastic because everything about this <clears throat> is built off of social media and you had no idea. Hey, I'm just being, <laughs> dude, I'm being transparent. I know. And we all contribute our own nuanced value. Yep. But. The one that I don't have is with social media. Well, so. speaking of which, the third leg of our tripod is not here for this episode. The one who is <sighs> extremely adept with social media, Evan Anderson, I believe hey, this is. Can he call in? Uh, we could try. Text no, him. I'm, yeah, I'm texting yeah. him right now. Yeah, Evan, Evan, for those of you that don't know, Matt and I are both veterans. Our guest today, Tim Howard, also a veteran. Um, we, we sometimes... Most of the time we have veterans as our guests, but we also have non-veterans too as well because we believe that our community can be looked at for answers. Um, and Evan is still on active duty. We call him a currently serving veteran, and uh, I think he's getting out in about a year. Well, as it goes, he got operationalized, and he has not been able to make it for the past couple of episodes. And so we want to wish him the very best and say, Ev, thank you so much for – doing what the job is raining electrons yeah. in the dark corners of the web so question tk what has ev got it i got it yeah tk's pointing at it right oh, now he's got the number right there yeah. all right send it to evan see if we can get him to call I am in. sending it to evan all right let's get on with this today is a very special day because well i matt do you know what the three to five rule is have you ever heard of the three to five rule Yes. You have. Yeah. Your face says something different. No, I've heard of it. <laughs> Is that like me saying, yeah, yeah, no, 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah tell yeah. us about it. <laughs> the three no, to, I've the, never heard of it. The three to five rule says that you become the average of the three to five people that you spend the most time with. So if you spend time with three to five morally bankrupt people, good chance that you're going to be a morally bankrupt person yourself. Or if you spend the most amount of time with three to five outstanding citizens and community leaders like yourself, then the rule is is that you'll become – you'll elevate to that level. What do you think about that? Anything to it? No, I agree. And I'm not trying to like love on you, buddy, mm -hmm. but you're – You can. I'll accept it. Okay. Well, I'm going to love on you. No, your vision, your drive, your motivation, energy is very inspiring and motivating to me. So you're one of my three to five. Um, but that also falls into like the whole concept of the Pareto principle, yeah. which is like, you know, 80% of your time versus 20% of your time, 80% of your people versus 20% of your yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, 80-20 rule. Matt, yeah. I have huge news for you. What Are do you, you got, ready? buddy? Yeah, send it. Joining us in your headphones right now no. is one of our no. three to five. No. The muscle hamster himself. Ah! There he is. Hey, buddy. Oh, hi, guys. How you doing, man? We miss you. I, I miss you guys terribly i i'm upset that i am not there carrying the torch but um i know that as usual you guys are crushing it so you you are carrying a torch in a far more important way i hear i hear the babies in the background how's everything going in the home front 
you know, it's Eloise's birthday. So we just went out for, for a delicious uh, Italian dinner a la Renz. And um, mm. yeah, we had fun. They brought us some Zeppeli at the end. Yeah, some Zeppeli and some ice cream. Yay. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We don't have, we don't have Joey Canatuna on the ones and twos. We got TK, who is actually doing oh. a much better job of of Joe but uh then Joe probably, but, probably a better job than me that's for sure well you did you did forget to record half of an entire episode <laughs> but it was a third a third oh man how's uh how is uh counterintelligence operations going anything you can tell us about I don't do counter I don't do counterintelligence okay. I'm not a FBI agent or <laughs> CIA agent or something I'm just a dork in the army but you're doing a good job of it man you know, I'm I'm doing my best. I'm I'm trying not to count the days, but gosh darn it. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we've been talking about you for the last couple of um the last few weeks since you've been gone and the one thing that we're embracing is the fact that you are safe. You are here in CONUS acronym. Yeah. We yep. need to visit. Um but no, I Continental like, Dude, United States. I just, know that one. Just hearing the kiddos in the background is like super blessing. So rock and roll. Ev, we're going to go to a break here in about yeah. a minute, but I want to give you the opportunity to respond to something. All right. Let's Be- hear it. Because if, if something about how short I am, no, I'm going to hang up. No, no, it's, it is not that. It is not that. Um, <laughs> I think for the past two weeks, Matt has claimed to be Lady Gaga's biggest fan. Your response. Two weeks? No, yeah. it's no, 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 no. no. I'm saying this for goes the past, back the past two weeks. The no, last Rob. Two epi- <laughs> the last two episodes. Uh oh. I'm I'm foaming at the mouth right now, Matthew. <laughs> I could let I it could run, TK. Just let it run and and throttle you. Absolutely throttle you. Stand by, Evan. Stand by. I can't stop my Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Signal Fire Radio. Part of what we do with each and every one of our guests, Matt, is we ask them, what is that like one song that you need to hear to get you in the zone? And our guest, Tim Howard, said Rush. Tim, give us your history with Rush. Like, why is that such a critically important band in in the journey of Tim? Wow. That goes back to uh, freshman year of high school. I grew up out in the Seattle area, and my best buddy... Bobby Newman turned me on a rush and I think 2112 came out, um, in 1976 when I was freshman in high school and loved the lyrics of, uh, Neil Peart, most amazing drummer ever. Um, he, just the things they wrote about and, you know, it was, it was kind of progressive rock, kind of like, yes, but it was just, it was very deep kind of stuff and ran kind of inspired stuff that, that really made you think. And it was so much, uh, beyond the average rock and roll that I was listening to Led Zeppelin, um, heart, you know, just different bands, but rush just had always these really deep, inspiring lyrics. Um, that song that was just playing in the intro coming in, it's my all time fade rush song, red Barchetta which is a story about Red Barchetta is a Ferrari and this imagery of, you know, motor, motor cars are now outlawed. And this guy, he's come back from fighting in a war overseas and he's going out and visit uh, his uncle in the country, taking the Red Barchetta for a spin and these, you know, futuristic kind of police cruisers uh, that are floating on air or whatever are chasing him down across the countryside. So just beautiful word picture you know, the freedom to be out there and just enjoying life. Dude, very well articulated. That was the most insightful, was poetic, <laughs> thoughtful. We ask everybody that question, and, and most people are like, ACDC. And we're like, why? <laughs> because they rock. <laughs> they rock. <laughs> and, uh, and then Tim and walks Tim in. Just, just, just paints a, a, a Robert Frost poem with, <laughs> with his words on, on Rush. Dude, that's I, I think that's you though. That like that's genuinely and authentically you. Thank you. Ah, I love it. So we were we were talking about Tim. We got a lot of things that we want to talk to you about. You yeah. bring a ton of value to this conversation. First thing I want to start with is um give us like two minutes 
your military journey? So I'm a former army officer. I, um, I served in the, you know, the prior to the end of the Soviet era. So in the late 1980s, I went through ROTC at Gonzaga university, went to jump school, airborne Zags. school. Yeah. The Zags, uh, Northern warfare training, but I still cadet cadet was a uh, training officer in ROTC advanced came out Fort Lewis. When I first come out of Gonzaga, went to the artillery school, developed a program while there with a buddy of mine to come about how we would select artillery officers for potential attending the Ranger course, which was next to graduating from the artillery school. That was my number one goal was to get a slot to go to the Ranger school in the army. So I went to Ranger school after being an honor graduate, Phil artillery school, then went from Ranger school to Korea for a year, then came back to 82nd airborne, um, started out at the Duvardi staff and then got a chance to go down to one of the artillery battalions because former Duvardi XO was now battalion commander. He saw a lot of potential in me. He wanted me in his battalion. So started out as a company fire support officer, served in Charlie battery, first to three nineteenth. supported, uh, Charlie company, second of the five fifth parachute infantry regiment. <sighs> then I came back. I was the XO of a Charlie battery, first to three nineteenth, which is an artillery officer being the XO of a firing battery. That's like the premier job. That's the sexy job, the fun job. So in the airborne, we were doing a lot of airborne operations, air mobile operations, two gun raids, battery air mobiles, drop zone missions. It was for, for an artillery officer. That's all the high speed, low drag kind of stuff you could do back then, unless you were like in a ranger battalion. So it was like one of the coolest jobs. And then I was a battalion fire support officer for the second of final fifth. And then for a little while before I left active duty, like battalion training officer, then I finished my MBA when I was on active duty in the 82nd at Pope Air Force Base. And the lady I met, my bride-to-be, she was not cut out to be an Army wife. So we went in a different direction and went after the kind of the corporate career for a while. Matt, I couldn't string together four consecutive months of my military <laughs> career. And what, what was that, Tim? 20, 20 some odd years? No, no, no. That's uh, four and a half years active duty. And okay. then I was in the IRR. Individual Reserve for another 14 years. But Tim, you rattled off your units. And the units alone. (laughs) Every single one of them. uh, Your units alone exhausted my... My memory ram. Well, I think, you know, we had had Garrett Harrell on um, a few weeks back. And he was very complimentary. More so about the Army and their officer selection program and their special forces selection program over the, the Marines. Over the Marines. And I think Tim just articulated why because what that was that was in the 80s all that happened yeah and here we are 30 plus years removed from it and you just well i think you know um you, you serve our nation uh, there's a certain uh, amount of pride and honor in that and you know some of the absolute best leaders i've ever known were I was junior military officer with in the 82nd Airborne. Some of these guys got on to be incredible leaders in the corporate world, incredible leaders in the battlefield. Um, but that shaped me, who I was. You know, I was a leader before then, but I really grew in understanding the basics of being an effective leader as a young Army officer. Mm. Mm. And so now you are like the real estate agent in southeastern North Carolina. <laughs> I wish. Uh, I'm, I'm in the top probably 75 in this area, but, uh, I do something a little different. I'm a homes for heroes realtor at Cobalt Banker Seacoast Advantage. Cobalt Banker Seacoast Advantage is the number one Cobalt Banker franchise in all North America, right here in Wilmington, North Carolina. Wow. Do you know and that? Not, no. So, you know, it's a culture that I'm very proud to be a part of. Um, the, um, the leader of it, he's a true servant leader and there's not many people I'd say about that. His dad was a, World War II POW, by the way. Um, but I, within a culture, it's easy to feel comfortable and sell and represent. And he's always supported what I do with the Homes for Heroes program. So I give back 25% of my commission as a thank you for people who are either serving in the community locally or have served our nation like veterans or are active duty. So um, in 2020 gave back a little over $40,000 back in the community coming up on next, the next hero closing I'll have next week. It will surpass over a hundred thousand dollars given back to clients. Since when? 
since uh, spring of 2016. Wow, for four and a half four five years. years. Yeah, yeah. So it's a blessing, you know. It's um, I when I got into the business, someone told me, you know, two things. I always remember to do: always wear your name tag. I don't have it on right now. Ugh. And then um, <laughs> find a niche. Yeah. So when I heard about Homestead Heroes, it's like, oh, these are my people. I'm the son of son of a school teacher. I had brothers that were teachers. I had cousins and uncles in law enforcement in the military. And I'm a former army officer. I said, I can relate to these people. So it's like, I can get behind that. I can get behind giving back and saying, thank you. I mean, I was incredibly blessed. I had a ROTC scholarship. I, three quarters of my MBA was paid for by the army. And I, I learned so much. I felt like it was a natural thing to give back and say, thank you for all the benefit I got from being in the army. We didn't plan on talking about this, but you brought it up. So let's go there. Um, <laughs> You, you found your niche. You got some good advice. Yeah. Mo most people that I know will say, oh, the world is my market. Mm -hmm. Well, if you think that everybody's your market, then you don't have a market. You decided to focus in. That, that seems to be that it was good advice that was given to you. Absolutely. Early on, that was 100% of my clients were uh, hero-related. And, it, you know, I'm in my natural state, I'm an introvert. Where, Stop it. <laughs> so I got to get out of my own way, right? Um, but, you know, it's, when you're passionate about something, it's easy to get excited about it and go after it. Um, and I'm passionate about serving other people and helping other people. My, my mantra for my business is the acrostic home, which stands for helping others means everything. So that's what motivates me. That When I get up in the morning, that's what I'm thinking about. Who am I going to serve today? Who am I going to bless today? And go about doing that. And the more I find that, you know, in God's economy, I say, the more you bless others, the more you end up being blessed. Amen. And so in that, in that way that you prioritize things, money, your personal income is, is last in that equation. I wouldn't say that, but, um, I believe God's going to provide, um, if I'm doing the right things and I'm living a life that gives glory and honor to him and is serving other people, he's going to bring people into my life to serve. That's my belief. Yeah. yeah. I believe that as well. So do I, man. It's good. Yeah. Very I, good. I got great advice from somebody, um, and it's it's in line with this, but it was like, he looked at me, it was my first mentor out of the Marine Corps, he was a Navy vet, and he didn't owe me anything, but he was like, Rob, if you do the right things, it's impossible to get the wrong results. And I say that almost daily, mm -hmm. you know, and I lead with thinking that doing things for other people is the right thing. Yeah. I think, you know, ultimately, um, each of us has a unique God given purpose that we're meant to live out. And I, I've really been focusing on that in the last, um, several months. You and I have talked a little mm -hmm. bit about this, um, work I'm doing with the man school and the coaching I'm going to be doing with the man, man school. school. Ooh, uh, um, but, you know, the word desire, the root word of that is Desiree, which means of the Father. So the idea is that the God, the Father, has planted within you a passion and a calling. So you guys are kind of living some of that out here right now, helping other veterans, inspiring other people by what, you know, we're talking about. So, you know, each of us has that planted within us, and it's like about how do we discover that? You know, you had Dave uh, on from the Honor Foundation recently, and I was thinking about how, you know, how do you unlearn what you've been taught as a special operator in the military and re-identify, like Evan's getting ready to go through this, yeah. the Honor Foundation, and discover who is, who is Evan, who is Tim, who is Rob, who is Matt, you know, what are your gifts, what were you put on this earth to do, what's your contribution, what's your legacy going to be, you know, what kind of impact are you going to make in the world? Well, yeah, I sell a few homes, but you know, I go about and doing it in a way that hopefully it's having a ripple effect into the lives of the people I serve in the community. And it's, I, I'm not, you know, I always tell people I'm not here to sell you a house. Yeah. I'm help, here to help you achieve your dreams. Right. Okay. So what's that look like? What are your dreams? How do I get in line with you, get in sync with you? How do we go about doing that together that honors what your wants and desires are? And at the end of the day, when I get to take one of those big, huge, oversized homes to heroes check that may say I've given back $2,500 or $3,000 or whatever. I'm incredibly blessed by that. I feel incredibly 
honored and privileged to be able to do that. And the last thing on my mind is, what did I earn from this transaction? Right. Yeah, I'll, I'll go figure that out. I have to because I <laughs> turn something into account. Hey, don't forget Still to pay, pay me. taxes. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it got to earn a living, but it's about how we go about doing that. You know, that makes a difference. You know, and you and I first got connected right before you did that suiting warriors event, which, mm -hmm. you know, gave rise to how this signal fire all came about. All these guys, you know, everything that happened with that is just amazing. Um, but you kind of found a calling in that, right? It did. Absolutely. And it's like, that's such a beautiful thing. And I remember we got together at Star and Chris's house mm -hmm. afterwards, or just at your house immediately after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And just hanging out. And, it was, and then we got together with Star. And I was just like, I was just so energized by you guys and other people. It's just like, wow, this is such a cool group of people. And then I told you uh, late last year, you know, I, I was focusing on who are my top five. So, you know, it's this idea that, you know, we're the average of the five people we spend the most time with. And I, I wrote out those five people, who are they going to be for this year? And you were one of them. And I called you up and I said, Hey Rob, you're in my top five. I'm going to be very intentional about you and I developing a deeper relationship arranged a dinner for you and I and Jenna and my co-author, Maria Spears. We're writing a book project called The Mirror right now. The theme is reflect the life you want. And it's all about, you know, what kind of an impact are you going to make in the world? What kind of contribution are you going to make? But we were talking, you know, how are we going to collaborate one another? How do we going to support one another? Signal fire is a piece of it, but there's more, yeah. right? You know, and you met Maria. She's an amazing lady. Got to get her on the show. Yes, we absolutely will. Jenna, your wife, incredible woman. Yeah. And I got to see her and understand her at a deeper level and hear her talk. And I think, oh, wow, this woman is powerful. Now I get it. You know what, Matt? I got to tell you this. Um, so Tim invited us to dinner, and we were <laughs> very, very thankful to get dinner with him. And he offered to pay. We went to True Blue over there at the Forum. Fantastic steak. Um, and Tim, Tim texted me ahead of time. And I think this is to the introvert that, that, <laughs> that you are. And I don't believe that he's an introvert under no circumstance. Because uh, I've seen him walk into a room and own it and just boom, 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 boom. Yeah, I've seen like the a, same. Yeah. I've seen the same. <laughs> Act like totally. a very intentional mayor. So when he says that he's an introvert, I don't believe it. But then he said, hey, Rob, I've prepared some note cards <laughs> with questions on them for us to discuss to get to a deeper level of conversation quicker. I don't know if that's introverted or just... Very detail oriented. Intentional. 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 Good intentional. word. Good word. Yeah. That's, so it yeah. was very intentional to take quickly get beyond the typical feeling each other out kind of thing to get our conversations at a much higher level. And I think we did that. Yeah, we did. We went quick. Um, it was fun. And you know what is hilarious? Because Jenna, you you both know Jenna. She's such a skeptic. <laughs> and, she, and I told her, I was like, honey, what? I, I got to tell you, yeah, what? <laughs> I gotta tell you something. Tim has prepared questions for dinner. And she was like, Oh. <laughs> Why? <laughs> and I was like, and I explained it. Yeah. I explained it. I said he wants to get to a deeper level of conversation. But I think what Tim, you know, and what what I what we wanted to have a conversation with you about is that you are intentional about being intentional. Amen. Why? Well, you know, um I I think I have been for some time, but in my collaboration with Maria Spears, my co-author on the book project, The Mirror, um, I really picked up on just being exposed to her, her level of tensionality and the self-discipline she has in so many different areas of her life and her effectiveness and her productivity. It made an impact on me. And I was a fairly intentional person, but I'm at a whole different level now mm -hmm. and I'm just continuing to grow. But, you know, I'm, you know, just like the relationships that uh, I want to cultivate, I'm being very specific and intentional about it. So, you know, you and I and Jenna and Maria had dinner together and it was, it was awesome. And there was all kinds of really cool conversations. And then, then we're talking about, okay, we got to get you on the, on the air for talking about this subject. Now let's get on the air and talk about this subject. And then we're going to get on air when your book launches and, you know, and it's just like, I have learned that, um, the power of being intentional about cultivating relationships has huge impact. And, you know, you and I have connected that's led to other things that are happening. And, and I, I regretted you were first reaching out to me and I was like putting you off. We laughed about this now, <laughs> but it's like, why did I wait? You know, 
but it was like he, you were being intentional yeah. about connecting, and I was like resisting because I had already had a relationship with a insurance provider, and I'm very loyal, right? And I was thinking like, <laughs> how do I cultivate this relationship with Rob and be loyal to this other relationship? So Tim, Rob's now Tim. on my networking team, Coastal Connections. And that was very intentional on my part to get him on the team because of who you are, the impact you have, and just, you know, the access that everybody will have to all the cool stuff you got going it, on. It's so funny that Tim put me off, man. He was like, <laughs> no. Look at this kid. He made me chase him the same way that my wife did. <laughs> Still chasing her to this day. But once we, once we got together, it was like, yeah. go. Yeah. It was like, man, yeah. there were like three or four things. It was like, oh, man, this is going to be so good. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot happening in our community. Um, you know, and I think through just network and relationships and and being, you know, I was I was not intentional really about I at least I didn't think if I'm really being introspective with myself, I I see people and I recognize opportunity that there might be some common ground there. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, well let's just explore it. Let's see where it goes. I don't know that it rises to the level of intentionality that you have. Well, you know, again, I've, I've learned, um, Maria Spears is, she's like a role model to me in many ways. Um, but I've seen how she does things. And then I've seen myself and I look back and I say, well, you know, I was intentional about starting a networking organization. I was intentional about reaching out to you about connecting with Dave and the honor foundation. You know, I, I was intentional about who are my top five people I'm going to invest in this year, you being one of them. Maria's number one, Jenna Curry, Port City Young Professional. So I, Oh, you know I, Jenna pretty well, don't you, Matt? I volunteer to be an ambassador for Port City Young Professionals. Year. Not only from the standpoint of my core, my main hustle, as you say, but I'm launching this other business, and I'm launching a book project. It's like i got to get more exposure to more people faster and she is like the ultimate networker in Wilmington. You want to know somebody is like, she was on that list for me years ago. Is like, who would you want to know in this community that you haven't met yet? It's like, man, I want to know Jenna. She is a rock star. Yeah. How do I be more like her? Do you know that Matt is actually too old to be in Port City Young Professionals? Well, I'm older than Matt, so <laughs> I think I busted the. Uh... Do, you, do you guys have to? Do you have to get an so age what, waiver? So, so what's the age? What's the age limit? I don't know. I don't know. Because actually the first time that Tim and I connected face to face was at PCYP when, um, dude, you invited me. It was the, I think it was the first one back. The place on Market no, Street. Oleander on uh, the, uh, Max, Max Speedway. The Speedway. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Speed Shop. Speed Shop. Yeah. Yeah. Speed Shop. Um, yeah. I think that was the first time that you and I met face to face. Yeah. And I, and I was feeling guilty. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then we got like, together for coffee soon thereafter, getting ready for suiting warriors. I saw him sitting over there, and I was like, "Oh, there's that Tim guy that's been blowing me off the whole time." <laughs> the Howard, uh, uh, he says, "Homes for heroes." <laughs> no, no, it's fantastic, uh, man. Well, we're gonna take a real quick break. Um, before we do, Tim, um, why? If anybody's listening to this, like. Why is it important to be intentional? Like what, it, what is manifested in your life with this intentionality, with mm. your relationship building? Oh, wow. It's like, um, it, it's, it's not a natural thing for me. So I have to consciously make a decision. Um, and then when I do, it's, it's so beautiful it's because it's like, oh, if I stayed into my own natural introverted self, I'd never know any of these people. And, but look at all the blessings in my life and look at all the people I've gotten to meet and how much my life is enriched by it. So it's like, like I do salsa dancing, right? Oh yeah. We got to talk about that. <laughs> so it's like open this whole new community of people I never would have known if I didn't take the risk to step into that studio. And it's a beautiful thing. And I love it. How good is your rhythm on the salsa dancing? I need I am, to know. I am pretty darn good. Are you? You know, it's, uh, it's a real boost to the ego when the young ladies that are third my age uh, or half my age will <laughs> ask me to come up to lead them. Yeah. Because, number one, I think two things are happening. One, they respect me that I'm a good leader. And number two, they respect me that it's a safe environment. Yeah. They know I'm not. I'd feel safe with you. Yeah. <laughs> Tim, I look at you and I'm like... Uh, 
we're in the safe category. Yeah. Well, it's uh, it's a beautiful thing. I love it. Uh, I wish I could be doing more of it right now, but uh, had a lesson last Saturday. It was pretty cool. Head over to our website, signalfire.media. That's signalfire.media. Right in the middle of the homepage, there's a button to click subscribe. If you click subscribe, we are going to have an after hours video of Tim and Matt salsa dancing. <laughs> no lie. Can I get both of y'all's commitment on that? Uh, right here? <laughs> yeah. Not tonight, but All right. yes. All right. All right. 100%. Sleep on both of you guys sleep on it. We're going to take a really quick break. When we come back, so much more to talk about with Tim Howard. We're going to discuss how to align your profession with your ability to give back incomes versus outcomes. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back on Signal Fire Radio. God bless. That sounds amazing. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Signal Fire Radio. I am here with my favorite, absolute favorite host, Rob Renz. One of your three to five? You're my five. Oh, thank God. And he's got that golden Italian just... <laughs> Well, mom uh, this, says it's a Roman nose. Mom says I look like a Roman. I don't. I've never met a Roman. I'm not before. talking about your nose. Oh, I'm talking about your hair. Oh, thank you. <laughs> but it's golden and beautiful. Our guest today is Tim Howard, not to be confused with Ron Howard. He's way better, <laughs> and his wealth of experience in industry and the United States Army brings a lot of value to our conversation today. So, welcome back and. Uh, Let's continue the conversation, Rob. Yeah, man. Tim. So, Tim, we left coming out of the break. You have found a way to match your profession with giving back. Mm -hmm. And we already know you're intentional about it, so you don't need to tell us that you did that for a reason because we already know that you did. <laughs> <laughs> but how did you pull that off? You know, I, I, I heard about it from a friend of mine here who used to be a— um, a paramedic and I was helping her out with something and she talked about it and I never heard it. And I was at a real estate related conference up in Richmond, Virginia. And I saw this guy and he's got this polo shirt on. It said homes for heroes. And I said, what is that? You know, I just heard about that recently. And, uh, so I did some little research online, reached out, connected with people. And then I flew up to Minneapolis for this like success camp. And, you know, very early on, I talked to the president of my firm. I said, hey, I'm thinking about doing this. You know, what do you think? Would you be supportive? He said, yeah. And it, I just started being intentional about making connections with different organizations. So one was like the New Hanover County Fire Service. And I connected with the lady in, in the office that sends out like this intranet newsletter and whatnot. First time I connected with her, gave her something. She puts it out. I get a call from a, a firefighter. And that's the first opportunity I got to list a house. And then I got an opportunity to help them buy a new house. And just, you know, provided outstanding service to them. And then, you know, built a relationship. And they're friends to this day. And, you know, we do life together now, right? It, the, my intentionality around... What I do in servicing a client is I tell them up front, I says, look, at the end of this transaction, we're going to be friends. And if I do a really good job, you're going to tell everybody you know about what I do. And oh, by the way, if you happen to hear a client, you're going to also tell them, hey, I give money back. So I just started going into different organizations. I, I remember that New Hanover Regional Medical Center, the VP of HR, I just wore her out until she finally gave up and gave me an appointment. And me and my home heroes hey, later partner. Hey, can we meet? Hey, can we meet? <laughs> and she finally told her, says, hey, get him in here. So he'll stop bugging me. Got an appointment. And it was almost like I didn't have to sell anything. She told me what she was going to be willing to do for me. She saw, she, she valued my persistence and she saw the value I was doing. So, you know, that began something I Just did. Just another, another relationship, right? Yeah. I, I went after the county schools. I, I, I've made a connection with one of the uh, school board members and she made an introduction to the superintendent. The superintendent made an introduction to the head of PR and then I got in good with their staff and they started putting my information in the county uh, uh, monthly newsletter to the teachers. So I was intentional about what I was going after. Number one, I wanted people to know 
this benefit's available to them because still so many people have no idea. But also it's like, okay, you know, I got to pay some bills. I got to sell a few houses. Um, but you know, the more people I can make aware that this service and this benefit is available to them, the more people I'll get an opportunity to serve and bless their families. And I just started doing it. Dell Allen, my Homes Heroes lender partner at North State Bank, she and I partnered up uh, April of 2016. And we used to go into... Uh, local medical offices and just drop off information say, hey, thank you. If we can be of service, let us know. We'd go to the Wrightsville Beach Fire Department, Wrightsville Beach Police Station, Coast Guard Station, Wrightsville Beach. We just went into Hero Location and say, hey, here's some information about Homes for Heroes. If we can be of help, let us know. I'd deliver pies to the recruiting stations down uh, 17th Street Extended, you know, around Thanksgiving Veterans Day, right? I deliver pies to all the guys that were and gals that were working in the recruiting office and just say, Hey, thank you for your service. Appreciate what you do. Oh, by the way, if you need any help. Here's a little information. So, you know, it just, it, you just go out there and you just give, 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 give. There's, there's a book uh, called the go giver that I'm a big yeah. advocate of. Great book. And it talks about, you know, the five strategies, strategy, stratospheric laws of success. The first four are around giving. The fifth one's about receiving, which is the one I struggle with the most, you know, is um, being open to receiving. But the key thing is the more open you are to receiving, the more able you're going to be able to bless other people. Okay, so on an interpersonal level, that's about our self-worth, right? Do I value myself enough to receive? Do I, you know, can I receive a compliment? Can I accept that? Because we can't give from an empty bucket, right? So we have to love ourselves. And, you know, one of the, one of the themes within the book, uh, The Mirror, is love yourself and let others know you love them. And you guys are great about this. I mean, you guys tell each other openly. It's like, I love you, buddy. You know? Love you. And it's love genuine, you. right? Yeah, it's it is. like, and that's a beautiful thing. With guys can say, hey, man, love you. And I've got relationships like that. It's like, okay. This guy's a brother to me. I'd do anything for him. And ladies. Yeah. Because we got, Rob, we, yeah. got lady, we got lady veteran sisters. A lot yeah. of them. And oh, Tim yeah. does too. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. But yeah. trust me, we're all inclined to say guy, but it's like, yeah. no, it's not guy. Guy it's, is a universal gender <laughs> yeah, neutral exactly. term. Like, so is dude and bro. <laughs> Hashtag West Coast. Yeah. Yeah. The, the issue is um, you're comfortable enough with yourself to express that. And, you know, you and I, when we see each other, we, you know, so we hand class and we embrace, COVID right? Because that's, that's the yeah. way we engage, you know, that's the way I prefer to engage, you know, all this COVID stuff, you know, it's crazy, but, you know, that's me. And for most guys, you know, giving each other a hug, that's like, you know, as intimate as you're going to get. Yeah. That's respectful and comfortable for, but that's me. Okay. So I want that, you know. You know, we could talk about, you know, the, the, your love language as well. You know, physical affection is powerful love language for a guy like me. And, and for me, giving a guy a hug, if it's someone I really care about, love about, that's important. Yeah. Okay. So in business, it's about creating these incredible relationships that ultimately go beyond what you're doing in, in the transaction. Yeah. You know, you become, you become friends. They're your family becomes important. You know, I've got these different families I can think of. One um, two-time Purple Heart recipient, United States Marine Corps veteran, two tours in Vietnam. Rah. Had never owned a home before. I first connect with his wife. They've got some challenges. I hooked them up with Dell Allen, North State Bank, my home's here with Leonard Park. They work for about a year. They get in a position to buy. Comes back around to me. We start looking at homes. You know, and their budget's pretty low end, but, you know, they've never owned a home before. We find them a home, we get them qualified, we get through the whole process, do all the negotiating to get them into this house. We go to that closing table. We're with Brandon Colby, former Marine. He's one of my preferred uh, attorneys that gives my Homes of Heroes clients a discount. There's not a dry eye in that room. Yeah. I mean, this is a 65-year-old man who's never owned a home before for the first time in his life, closing on the purchase of his very first home. He's served our country. He's gone to war. He's been injured twice in combat. 
So I've got, they treat me like family. Yeah. Next year after that, I got him in the Veterans Day Parade. I had this friend that's got the old World War II Willie's Jeep. We got him in the back. Me and, <laughs> me and Dell sit back there with him. And he's, this guy's driving, another guy who's a Coast Guard veteran. And we're driving down Front Street. And he, Charlie's just, you know, he's doing the whole yeah. waving thing. And he is having the best day of his life. Yeah. Before that, um, he had lost his Purple Heart medal. So before that, uh, we took, uh, Dell and I took him to breakfast at like uh, Waffle House. And I'd bought this Purple Heart medal to replace what he'd lost. And I presented it to him that morning. Yeah. And then we took him on that Veterans Day. That, that was like the best day of his life. So that's the kind of relationship yeah. that grew out of helping someone buy a home. Yeah. But and now I'm, I've got family, you know? I'm sure, I'm sure his level of gratitude for you is just through the roof. Yeah. Yeah. He calls me uh, a brother. Yeah. Well, I want, I, I brought up gratitude because you sent me an email the other day and I haven't responded to it yet. <laughs> and I haven't responded to it yet because I wanted to deliver it to you live. Oh. I can't describe you in five words. <laughs> the email, the email uh, that Tim, Matt, you're going through something called the man school right now. Yeah, I am. And this is a part of the man yeah, school. Yeah, please. That, I need intel. Yeah, yeah. So the man school uh, is, you know, all about living a life of wholeness and completeness. And I've been in this training since uh, December 1st. And I'm actually going to be starting coach. I'm going to be the very one of the very first strategists, which is like a coach for the man school. But part of it is, um, you know, discovering about yourself and, you know, making improvements and being very intentional about things you're working on. So one of those things is around self-image and it's, thinking, you know, like rewriting scripts for what do you believe about yourself? What are you going to claim for yourself now? Who are you? You know, act as if I am. And maybe I'm not quite there yet, but if I start acting as if I start believing I am. So one thing is to get in touch with what other people think about you because you may not know if you don't ask. So I have some sense of what people might think of me, but I don't know. So I was intentional about reaching out and say, Hey, can you just, cause that was one of the questions. Can you, what would your friends describe you in five words? I don't know. Why don't I just ask? And then the other question was around, you know, you know, what do people normally compliment you about? So all those things are probably strengths, right? So we want to play off our strengths. Yeah. A lot of times in corporate America, they focus on, you know, what are your gaps? Well, if you focus on the gaps, you're going to have more of the gap. Whereas you focus on your strengths, you focus on what you're good at, you're generally going to excel, right? You do a lot of that kind of stuff with the Swain Center at UNC Dover, right, Matt? Um, well, I don't, but yeah, we do right. as a team. But yeah, that resonates and there's a lot of value in that, yeah. So, you know, the, num the number one skill in business in life is emotional intelligence, right? We've had that conversation on this show a couple times. Yeah. About EQ, right? Definitely. Yeah. So my second master's degree is kind of centered around applied behavioral science, which it was an intensive two year yeah. effort in, you know, the first year it was just discovering yourself and really understanding yourself and how do you impact other people? How do you show up in the world? You know, before you start to figure out how do you start to lead differently in the second year? Yeah. Well, Tim, Tim's email came to me, Matt, and it said two things. It said, um, can you describe me in five words? <laughs> the answer is no. I can't describe anybody in five words. That's, it, it's not because I, I, if I gave it a lot of thought, I couldn't think about it, but I'm overly verbose and in under no circumstances could I render it down to five words. <laughs> but, and we'll, we'll close out our show with this. Uh, the second one was, what do I appreciate most about you? Or what, if I was you? to give you a compliment, compliment yeah, yeah. yeah. if I was to give him a compliment, it would be that he shows gratitude. I have a very, I'm not, I'm not good at it. I'm no, not, I'm not, not, I'm not yeah. good at saying thank you. No, you in, are in, Like, no, I'm really, I don't know. In my eyes, you are. But. Really? Cause I feel like when I do it, sometimes it's disingenuous mm. and I'm like, Hey man, thanks for doing that. And it's almost like I expected you to do it because I asked you to do it, <laughs> right. you know? And that's not, I don't, I don't believe that's, Real it's natural. Yeah, it's real gratitude. Where Tim, when he says something, like I feel that. So that's my compliment to you. Thank you. I won't I won't try to describe you in five words. <laughs> okay. No, but I would say the same thing. I mean, I've never 
done business with Tim, but at the same time, I mean, dude, when I engage with you, when you're around, when we're at an event, I mean, you're, you just communicate at a granular, granular level, <laughs> level. Hashtag Matt always says granular yeah. and hashtag I'm serious. <laughs> no, I mean, dude. Yeah. Uh, just. No, he is, man. You're spot on with him. You're authentic. On. Yeah. Authentic. Tim, we got about two minutes left. Uh, if somebody wants to get in touch with you, what's the best way to reach you? Uh, well, my cell or text, uh, 910-297-3144. My email is timhoward at Cobalt Bankers, Coast Advantage. Or if you go to my Facebook business page, it's uh, Tim Helps Heroes. Um, but reach out. You can find me. I Every Saturday morning, I do a Facebook Live called Saturday Morning Reflections. And I'm talking about what am I learning in life? And some of this relates to the book, Reflect the Life you want is the theme of the book, The Mirror, and some of it relates to the stuff I'm learning in the man school. That's a great way to find a little bit more about Tim. Yeah. And then reach out, connect, and follow up. I like getting that little Facebook notification on Saturday mornings that Tim is live. And he always he always does, he signs on the same way. He goes like this. He goes, you can't see it on radio, but you can see it if you watch it on YouTube. He goes, <laughs> and he just does this wave across the screen. And it's like, okay, my Saturday has begun. Yeah. Tim, man, thanks for being here. I hope you'll come back. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah? All right. Well, yeah, when you guys launch the book and we'll have Marie on and we got way more things to discuss in the future because a lot of stuff happening with this group of people together. Matt, dude. Yeah. As bro. always. Yeah. Yeah. The Narwhal from NorCal. Thanks for being here, buddy. Godspeed. I love you, man. I love you, too. And if you're listening, go into your community, go find somebody you haven't listened to. And go be a signal fire in your community. Darn right. This is going to do it for this week's episode of Signal Fire Radio. To my boy, Matt Mylot, always on top of his game, full of love, full of heart. And to the third leg of our tripod who is not here, Evan Anderson. Buddy, we thank you so much for you doing what it is that you're doing right now. Muscle hamster. Muscle hamster, which is keeping us safe and keeping our country free. Ladies and gentlemen, this is going to do it for us on Signal Fire Radio. Go out there and do something amazing today because you have it in you to do it. We'll see you next week.